You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Welcome back, friends, to the Alter Echo podcast. This is your scripture and message podcast for Sunday, May 22nd of 2022. Uh, I pray wherever you are and wherever you're listening to this, that God is treating you well and um, that you are experiencing a season of um, of joy or contentment or in, encountering the presence of God in a really meaningful way. So in this Easter season, we've been having some uprisings in our McLaren journey, and today is no different. The uprising of stewardship is what McLaren has for us today um, with some scripture readings. So let's dig in, shall we? If you have your Bible open um, or just with you, you can open it to 2 Corinthians in the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 15. We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. For during a severe ordeal of affliction, their abundant joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For, as I can testify, they voluntarily gave according to their means and even beyond their means, begging us earnestly for the privilege of sharing in this ministry to the saints. And this, not merely as we expected, They gave themselves first to the Lord and by the will of God to us, so that we might urge Titus that as he had already made a beginning, so he should also complete this generous undertaking among you. Now, as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in utmost eagerness, and in our love for you, so we want you to excel also in this generous undertaking. I do not say this as a command, but I am testing the genuineness of your love against the earnestness of others. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, as though he, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that by his poverty you might become rich. And in this matter I am giving my advice. It is appropriate for you who began last year not only to do something, but even to desire to do something. Now finish doing it, so that your eagerness may be matched by completing it according to your means. For if the eagerness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. I do not mean that there should be relief for others and pressure on you, but it is a question of a fair balance between your present abundance and their need, so that their abundance may be for your need, in order that there may be a fair balance. As it is written, the one who had much did not have too much, and the one who had little did not have too little. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'd like to start today by asking you to reflect on your life and think of a time when you became aware of a need 
of someone in your life and you responded. Your response to this was almost an instinct without having to really give it much thought at all. You, in this circumstance, did not spend hours or even days fussing over how to respond or how much to give or if it was appropriate to respond or whether or not you could make this gift work. In your particular situation or circumstances you're remembering, responding to this need, caring for this person, just doing something wasn't even really a question for you at all. It might have felt obvious to you that you would respond, that you would care. Looking back now, it might not even seem like generosity is the right word for what happened. It was just the right thing to do, and you did it. That, my friends, is stewardship. When we freely, generously, voluntarily, even eagerly give of our money, possessions, our expertise, our time, our privilege, or our power. When these three things are present, it's stewardship. Number one, when we recognize a need. (laughs) Number two, when we recognize our own potential to do something about it. And number three, when we act. This is what God calls us to do as people of faith who have been blessed richly by the generous gift of our Lord Jesus Christ in his love and salvation and acceptance and welcome warmly into the community of faith. We are called to be stewards of everything we have because it's all a gift from God. Earlier this week, one of my good friends who recently had her second child sent a message to to a group of of our friends. She was sharing with us um, some of how it's going with her newborn at home. And one of the things she mentioned was that uh, she had intended to nurse her child to feed her baby that way. Um, But her milk supply physically was just not adding up to what her baby needed for, for proper nutrition. And so she simply, with like a chuckle in her voice, um, put out the invitation to our group of friends that if we happen to be at a grocery store that just happened to have some formula, we should pick up a can and she would gladly reimburse us. Caveat, the reimbursement isn't necessary, right? It, it didn't even occur to me in hearing her message and her, um, her update on her newborn and the newborn's feeding um, that we would do anything other than pick up formula if we happen to see it at a store. Because if you haven't been paying attention, there's a formula shortage now for babies, like to eat and be fed and have proper nutrition. Later that same day, I was amazed uh, and really grateful um, when I was scrolling through Facebook and saw a college acquaintance of mine you know, from all those years ago, um, posted an invitation, a very generous offer on Facebook. She said um, that she is a person who does not 
suffer from a low milk supply as a mama, but quite the opposite and had even more than her child than her children needed. And so she offered to give away freely her own milk supply for other infants um, who maybe whose mamas maybe didn't have the same situation. Just freely, generously offered to give this away to anybody who might reply. These things are stewardship. When we see an abundance and the chance to give it to someone who needs, and we act out of faith because it is what God calls us to do. There are plenty of stories about stewardship in the Bible, and we could go on and on about what stewardship means given each story or situation or description that Scripture offers to us. But today, if we look only at 1 Timothy, that is 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 through 19, if you want to go back and look at that, and the reading we heard from 2 Corinthians. If we look only at those two, we might frame stewardship in this way. An abundance of generosity. An abundance of generosity. Because in God's view and what God calls us to, stewardship isn't one directional, where you have the haves with wealth and power and potential and resources on one end of the spectrum. And then way on the other side, you have the have-nots, people that often get mislabeled as the needy, those who are less fortunate and those without. That's not what God is, that's not what God has in mind when he's, um, that's not what God has in mind when it comes to stewardship. (laughs) And especially when we look at the second Corinthians reading, we see quite clearly that in God's purview, everyone, and I mean everyone, has something to give or some things to give. And complimentary, Everyone is in need in some way or some ways. Everybody is in both categories, in both situations in life, in both circumstances. Because all of us, every single child of God, every single person that God created, has an abundance of something that can be given away for the blessing of someone who is not abundant in that way. And everyone stands to be blessed and benefited and enriched by the abundance that their neighbor has in some way. We all are a steward with something to give, and each and every one of us is in need of something, in need of the generosity of our neighbor. So we see in scripture that Jesus upends the hierarchy of the haves and the have-nots of us versus them and the dichotomy that often goes along with it. Because in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, we heard, For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor so that by his poverty, you might become rich. If we look at stewardship only as money, we would quickly say that Jesus was not rich. (laughs) 
Jesus was in the in the impoverished class in the ancient world financially no one would have given him a second look and thought oh that man has something to give but when we know the breadth and the depth of Jesus own abundance we see that he was quite rich rich in compassion rich in generosity rich in salvation rich in understanding rich in forgiveness rich in grace and mercy and love. And he poured it all out freely and abundantly for each and every one of us so that by his poverty, we might become the rich recipients of God's grace. So what might we say then when in faith, one recognizes a need and does something about it eagerly, voluntarily, because it's God call, God's call for us to care for one another. Well, if we turn to McLaren's words, we hear that stewardship is really love in action. And that's a direct quote from Brian McLaren. Stewardship is really love in action. Now, if I learned one thing about love in action, as a Lutheran kid in the upper Midwest, I learned it through casseroles. Someone you know has a loved one who died? Bring a casserole. Someone else is going through a really hard time, maybe even um, maybe even has a new diagnosis and things are kind of topsy-turvy? Bring a casserole. Somebody else has a new baby bring a casserole. (laughs) There are very few circumstances as a Lutheran person in the upper Midwest that a casserole can't, well, not fix, but can't help with. So in this way, at least, we Lutherans are already good stewards. We know how to show our love through action. We give at least something that we have for the sake of someone in need. So what if we, as people of faith, gave simply because we recognize a need and trust that in enacted generosity, that God will facilitate a blessing beyond, far beyond what we can give or beyond what we can understand because of the abundance of love. Dear friends, God's love is proclaimed through casseroles and through baby formula, and through breast milk, and through financial donations, and through the gift of being present to another person in their pain or in their need. And God's love is proclaimed in compassion. All of this, and so much more, is what the uprising of stewardship is all about. Do you have to be able to give the thing that a person most truly desires or desperately needs in order to really care for them? Of course not. Second Corinthians shows us that when you give what you do have in eagerness, generosity, and sincerity for the sake of the one in need, then God creates or even deepens a relationship of blessing between the recipient and the steward. Your casserole 
can't change the fact that someone died or that someone is sick or that your friend is in pain because of their grief or the uncertainty of the future. But your casserole can offer an abundance of support and understanding and strength, a gift of breast milk or baby formula cannot change the reality of a shortage or a lower milk supply, but they can offer peace of mind for a worried new mama, even if just temporarily. And they can offer comfort in knowing it's not up to one person alone to feed a new baby. The uprising of stewardship in God's purview asks us to shift our perspective from what's mine is yours to what's mine is God's. It's all about creating a fair balance between your abundance and their need and vice versa between their abundance and your need. So I guess I want to ask you today to really take a look at where you're at in this life as it stands today. What's your abundance? Is it money? Is it time? Is it possessions or resources? Is it expertise or even power? What's your abundance? Now, when you've discerned what that might be, and it might be more than one, ask and seek persistently in prayer how God might be calling you to extend your abundance into greater generosity beyond what you've done before. Because, in case you haven't checked, there are a lot of needs out there and within our own community. And stewardship is all about God calling us to show our faith active in love. Love in action. Let us give it all away, trusting that God is proclaimed in the giving and that God's blessing goes far beyond what we know, what we see or what we could even begin to understand. Thanks be to God, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us, out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance 
for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.